0: You need your daily fix of golf and you need someone to talk about it. Golf talk.
1: Coming at you, the the RBC Heritage Open this week, Sean, I believe this is the second time that the Royal Bank of Canada has has opted to to, to spend their money on a on a PGA event. What makes this
0: one better than the last one? The last one, what? The last, last the RBC weeks? Heritage. The la- oh, the, oh, the RBC Heritage. Oh, oh. Well, this is their hometown deal because they're Royal Bank of Canada, and this is the Canadian Open. So
1: you gotta—that is yeah. special. I mean, it's interesting. I feel like that's—I I, kind of wish there were two John Deere Opens or two Honda Opens or two Wells Fargo Opens because. We need more of that that duplicate sponsorship. I think it, it really hammers down the the corporate message that everyone's trying to get across. I, I think it's important that like you you know you mentioned that this this event is in Canada. This is the only PGA event in Canada, right? Yep.
0: Yep. I it's the it's the only one in Canada. Absolutely. In the whole country, just the one, <laughs> RBC <laughs> Canadian Open. Who, who, who week, won the event last one, year? One week only.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I'll tell you who. John John Vegas. And do you know who won the event the year before? Uh, Bubba Watt. Johnny, Johnny Vegas. Vegas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew. I knew Johnny had two of them, but uh, I didn't know it was the last two in a row for sure.
1: He's got three career wins on in his life and two of them are, are in mm, Canada. Yeah. Wow. I think yeah, the best I mean, part he, about, he, about his, his career is that I think he's, especially lately, you know, being out of Venezuela, interesting background. I don't know how many professional Venezuelan golfers there are, but he seems to be thriving in a, in a time when, when Venezuela is, is probably having, a, you know, a bit of a tough
0: time. A bit of a tough time. Is that your assessment of the situation in Venezuela right now, Zach? Yeah. Yeah? That's so Midwestern review. Like, I mean, their shit is, like, royally fucked up. It's horrible. It's devastating. Okay, it's really bad. Right? Yeah,
1: okay.
0: A bit of a tough time. Yeah. bit of a tough time. A little bummer for you guys, Venezuela. So I heard...
1: I didn't know you were a Venezuelan uh, sociological expert. Well, I are, met a guy. I
0: met a guy. I was in Mexico. He was uh, staying at the same place that a friend of mine was staying. And uh, we talked to them, and they said it was bad. And that's a fact, Jack. You don't care what you read. That's secondhand information. You can't beat that. I really
1: can't. I, I really want to just reiterate that I feel like that it's important to note that Ve- that Johnny, John Vegas is, you know, he's having to put up with that. You know, he probably has family back in Venezuela. I don't know how much time he spends in Venezuela, probably not often because he's on the, on the road for the tour. But anyways, he's won two of the past three here. Who, who, I remember looking at the, the, uh, the list of participants for this event and I was impressed. We've got the number one golfer in the world. We've got some some European talent. We've got former Masters winners. We've got just a really wide array of talent here. I was I was rather impressed. I mean, we're coming off of last week's uh, ridiculously uh, exciting Open Championship in Scotland, and we haven't even talked about it. we we're, we we're, you know what, what last week. Uh, Give us your 15-second your hot take on what happened last weekend.
0: Well, Johnny Vegas didn't play last weekend, and I'm not done talking about him yet. So can we just back that up? Oh, we're going to circle back I mean, to Johnny. No, I mean, uh, no, I'm that. really worried about it. I'm sorry, but did you, did okay. you imply, yeah, no, I'm trying to imply to that maybe he's stressed out about, like, relatives and stuff back home? It might be in turmoil or possibly even danger, and that it's affecting his on-course performance?
1: I don't know that there's any danger involved. I was just thinking that he might be, have a little extra, you know, pressure on his mind to deal with from whatever is happening in that country, which you are apparently a premium expert on. My information
0: is one year old also, so pretty fresh um, compared compared to most of the internet. But Johnny Vegas... Uh, I think it's an interesting point because and all uh, like a little bit of seriousness these guys like I just heard Frank Navio like casually mention that like Jordan Spieth had mono earlier in the year, which can leave you fatigued for like months and then also that he's been engaged in planning a big wedding and like all that in the fall and all that's like just now settled and it's been like a big you know I don't know it's all this stuff where like these guys are probably paying attention to things off the course and you never ever hear about them. And maybe there really is something going like I never thought of that with Vegas. He's had a little bit of an off year. You don't want to invent a story, but it just you never you you have no idea what any of these guys are going through to explain these like ups and downs and stuff because it's like a big secret, yeah, but you just so if it's
1: but it's not really a secret though you just told me that he he had he got married last year and had to, had to deal with the planning a yeah, wedding. I know. it's
0: – that it's upcoming, but, like, that was just, I don't know. I never heard anyone I never heard Ooh. anyone mention that. I'm sorry. I never good. heard anyone mention that until now. It was just casually mentioned it. it. wasn't even, like, a story. Not that, I don't know. I mean, they, Ricky's happened on the weekend of a tournament. That was some thing. I don't really care, but it's just, like, one example of how none of this stuff really gets put out there. Like, the mono thing is maybe more relevant because that's a legitimate, like, injury-type thing situation in any other sport if a quarterback had mono you'd yeah. hear about it it's it weird
1: what about if the backup safety had mono
0: well yeah nfl you hear about everything well they, i mean i know you don't hear about everything no you're, you're yeah, but yeah no, but you, get, I mean, you a, get a
1: you're cherry picking you your positions a, man you you're 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 you got a quarterback bias I mean, you you know I mean I, I feel like that if uh, the last time Ben Rothsberger got mono we all knew about it but the last time the backup corner I can't even name one of those guys backup safety sorry for the Ravens for example got got you know,
0: mono. Well, that's that's new. because their coaches are cheaters, right? Not they're not reporting it. But the Ravens of the coaches. Steelers. I mean, yeah, they're like not reporting the injury. That's against the rules, right? I don't know. In the National Football
1: League, I feel like you can be a little more, a little more uh, non-transparent with your non-name yeah. you know, name, name uh, big big-name yeah. players like like your quarterbacks. I feel like it's when it comes down to the. But, all I'm saying is I feel like it's we're talking PGA here. These are These gentlemen
0: people. is what I'm getting at. And that kind of shit would not fly. They're gonna be yeah. tip top honest mates about it. Tip top honest mates.
1: One more thing I'd like to remind. Uh, I just wanted to take a step back in time, back to last last weekend in the the Open Championship. It was interesting. I thought um, uh, Frank Frank Molinari, Molly, as I like to call him, uh, he won. He won the British Open. No one really gave him a chance. Uh, and I think it was. I think one of the, the favorite things that I uh, that I read about about him winning was was uh, a quote from Jordan Spieth after the. The win, and he says, "This is this is from a, a PGA Tour article." He says he's been working his butt off. I see him in the gym all the time, going through his routine, grinding on the range, doing his own stuff. It truly is hard work that paid off for Francesca. So, so he, what I what I find most interesting about that quote there was the fact that he sees him in the gym all the time. I mean, have, are you aware of of the? Like, what sort of training regimen these guys go through, Sean?
0: Do these guys work out in well, the same I've, gym facility? I, that's what I'm curious about, is that they have the same gym? Yeah. Like, where is this gym? Like, is it is it in a particular place? Are they both, like, Planet Fitness members? Like, where, where do PGA Tour guys use the gym? Do the really big guys have, like, a travel gym that they unpack with them in every hotel room? Are they using the hotel gym? Like a pop-up are, gym. Are, I mean... Yeah, I don't understand it. Fuck. I mean, it's another mystery as to like, why does that really entail? Like being a tour
1: pro. I, the way I pictured it, is it's it's like a professional sports team, like like say an NFL team or an NBA team. How they all sort of have a training facility. Everyone works out together. I know there's no teams in,
0: uh, in the PGA
1: Tour, but like, like maybe there's the like
0: TaylorMade. The TaylorMade guys work out together in the TaylorMade gym.
1: Is that what you're uh, that? sponsorships. Are do are are Spieth and Molly on the same team? Well, they're all like overlapping with everybody. Oh, um, I see. I sort of like the idea of, of the of the PGA Tour like sponsoring, uh, of, you know, either a pop up gym or like they rent out they run out like a place like Planet Fitness or, or whatever, and, and only PGA Tour card members are allowed in. So that that, might, that has to be it. I can only I can only think that that's the only way that that Speeds can see anybody at the gym all the time.
0: At what point in the week are you lifting weights? Like, I don't understand. Maybe ah, yeah. it's back home. Like Maybe he's on no the elliptical. Sense. Maybe Steve he totally
1: made it up. Are you saying he's 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 just making stuff up? Okay, I can buy into that. Just uh, just giving giving some quotes know. out. I
0: think he's trying to insinuate that Molinari's on steroids, and I can't argue with that.
1: I can't either. I mean, Molinari's getting old. He's, like, well, he's, what, 33 now? 36? 38? I don't even know how
0: old he is. 30-something. Something, yeah. Yeah, something he's... terrible.
1: The article doesn't, doesn't even mention it. I, I'm going to have to, like, click around to another another site on the internet. Anyways, I don't want to talk about last week anymore. It's the RBC Open. Uh, RBC, is it the Heritage? Is it the RBC... Uh, what's There's too many RBCs. RBC Canadian. RBC oh. Canadian. That's right. It's like the U.S. Open, except it's in Canada, and it's it's not like a major, but it still feels like a major with all the the big names there this week.
0: Yeah, they got a lot of like big names to fill in as like basically extras for the cast that is all the Canadian qualifiers and all the Canadians that are getting to be the first Canadian to ever win the Canadian Open. I think that's true, at least like. Any time recently, in the modern era, no Canadian has ever won this. I think it feels like it should be true.
1: I count one, two, three, four,
0: five, five Canadians in this in this event. How do you know that? Are you do you are you on a site where they have little tiny flags next to their name? You no, know,
1: i i was reading. Uh, oddly enough, TSN. You know, a Canadian. It's like the Canadian ESPN. They, they posted an article, oddly enough, on Saturday during the, the British Open. They decided to, to put in their Canadian preview on, on Saturday morning on their website, and, um, and I was just checking it out, and they list off, uh, you know, like six paragraphs of information, and one of them happens to be just a list of the participants. And just to be clear, there is a, uh, a Canadian winner that did, did win this event in
0: 1954. Yeah, like it's on an era. So wait, how many are listed? Five. There's more Hadwin, than five. Hughes, can
1: Connor maybe six? Sorry, it's hard to count words on a screen. Hadwin, uh-huh. Hughes, Connors, Herm, Silverman, and Weir. So that's that's six.
0: Taylor. That, not seven. That's all the Canadians. I feel like it's missing. But after you said them, maybe that's all the Canadians.
1: Uh no they're you know they, this is misleading. There's actually fellow David, Canadian pros, guys who are just got like walking. David Hearn.
0: Course.
1: Well Her Hearn's one of the seven, but then we've got other guys like guys I've never heard of. Roger Nick Taylor. Yeah, Taylor's uh, on Austin Connolly. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, Baller. Mark Etienne bruciere No. That's a fake that's a fake golfer. James Dutois. Fake of Calgary. Yeah, Don't Calgary hometowner. Russell Byrne. If you had
1: to if you had to pick, let's say we're doing we're doing um a guessing game where we picked uh what we were going to call the low Canadian scorer for the week. Who's your who's your pick?
0: Corey Connor's. Next question. Corey
1: Connor's. After the withdrawal, oh, I'm sorry, not withdrawal, after the miscut. I mean it's like a withdrawal. He might as
0: well have just withdrawn, but he missed the cut. Yeah, at, speed, the, right, at the, at the, at the, the Barbasol hometown. Miss cut. There's a pun there, but uh, yeah, it didn't lather up
1: properly. Or I mean, something. don't you feel like that the, the the barbasol should act like a sort of a relegation event? I know we've we've sort of joked about how you know how to do relegation uh, for the PGA tour, and, and uh, we'll talk about that maybe another time. But I feel like if you missed the cut at the barbasol, you should you should be you should just lose your card right there, regardless of
0: of your. Wow. I mean, wow, the death penalty. Make it like, yeah, some guys would be better off just not even playing. Um, I mean, honestly, it kind of, uh, it kind of, de facto, it de facto kind of plays in that because what I've realized is these events, and by these events, I mean like this thing, the John Deere, the Greenbrier. I mean, like, you have your little wraparound season where it's kind of the same thing, but it's like, it's like heyday for the third tier tour pro. Like, your guy that hovers between, like, 100th and 150th on the money list that is trying to keep his card, like, this is their time to fucking... Like a Bill Haas. Yes, like a fucking Bill Haas. It's his time (laughs) to, to get in there and fucking grind out some top 50 finishes and try to climb their way up that money list ladder and hold on for dear life and keep their card. I feel pretty good about Bill Haas this week. He took the week off
1: last week. He didn't He didn't play at the Open. He didn't play at the Barbasol.
0: Are you sure he didn't Unless play he at the Barbasol? Uh,
1: maybe DraftKings is lying to me, but he's apparently his last event was the John Deere You're Classic. right. You're right. I wouldn't put it past me for DraftKings to, to misinform me. I'm not saying they do that a lot, but I'm, not, I'm just saying it's... Uh, you know, they're, they're just website that, that transmits information who knows if it's real or not but yeah Bill Haas uh, he's he's he, he took a week off after I think you've alluded to this he's been grinding out uh trying to make the cut or sorry trying to keep his card I mean he's been just borderline cut cut making missing cuts pretty bad season overall if you look at his stats I'm not sure why we're spending more than 20 seconds talking about Bill Haas because we didn't even get uh, fan mail this week from, for, from not Bill Haas, not a so. single
0: Bill Haas mail. So it's,
1: Maybe next week. Are they I mean we just ended up talking about it, so there might as well have been fan mail for for Bill Haas, but today there was no actual I just I just sort of talking about Bill Haas. Let's let's take one more minute to just talk about some of the before we head off for a break here, the the super chalk of the week. Dustin Johnson.
0: Yeah. Kepka. What Dustin Johnson and Fineow.
1: Oh, Finau is really lower priced. Definitely. Charlie
0: Hoffman. So another good
1: price guy who's, who's who's kind of low on the list there. They all got
0: devastatingly uh, good course history here. Um, Hoffman's been playing a little bit well. I mean, they've all played like kind of decent lately too. I mean, DJ whatever missed cut, you can't really complain about that yet until he does it again and again. Yet. Um, I mean, I don't know. Okay, well,
1: we're running out of time here. There's more, more of this when we return in a minute. Is it, is it safe to say, Sean, that one of your favorite golfers this week is? Is uh, Jean Jean-, Jean Neiman? Yeah, Joaquin. Jay Neiman. Come on, dude,
0: Joaquin. Joaquin. Neiman. Joaquin. Uh, yeah, he's. I'm not he's sure what a, I was trying to do there, but yeah. He's up in there, Joaquin. Uh, he's up. In Joaquin. There. For sure is no, dude, he well, the only he's thing, only made six cuts
1: out of 10 on the tour this year.
0: Uh I don't even know what that means. Uh he's been a beast lately. He has been. He's been re- I think he's going to be high owned. Uh what's your
1: what's your 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 ownership compass say on that one?
0: Yeah, so the overall take on Joe Queen is like the less the field is playing and the more you want of him cuz like his his projection is just not it's not uh, proven, like, it's not uh, based on a ton of rounds quite yet, so it's a little bit questionable, but it is great. So, yeah, I was going to say if he's, like, 25% owned this week, I want, like, 10% of them. If he's 15% owned this week, I want, like, 25% of them. And it turns out he's probably gonna be like twenty percent owned, so I'll probably still go like twenty-five, thirty percent of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's are some interesting ratios you're throwing at me. But Oh yeah, don't try it. to go
0: ratios on me, dude. No. That'll blow your mind. Yeah. yeah, I'm going I'm going twenty five to thirty percent joking. Uh, I think he's a more contrarian option than Fineow, then Matt Kucher, then DJ, maybe even then Kepka. Maybe. So, we'll see. We'll see.
1: I just don't see many people using Neiman, but maybe it's because I... don't have a clue. I'm not really sure why you I just said just You just said difference. it was going to be popular. Did I really? I, I meant that popular in, in, in your lineups, not popular amongst the world. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Hopefully that's the opposite thing. I mean... Yeah, he's not going to be unpopular, but I think hopefully more people will take Kucher, Fino, like and even will be a slight pivot off that. But he's going to be owned. Like a, a real pivot is Sergio or Jimmy Walker. And then, then, then like the middle ground there is Gary Woodman and Poulter, who are guys that I will play and do have an ownership discount, not a severe one, and they're not like severely plus EV, but it's enough in both directions to be like good. Good strong plays as pivots there. Where does
1: it, I was just looking at this? Where does a guy like Kevin Kisner come in? He's he's a guy who was you know pretty close to winning last week uh, at at uh, at Carnisty. I don't I don't know if, if uh, people how many people realize he was just putting his his mind off yeah for three days and then he finally. Uh, fell apart, but, but I mean, what do you, do you think he might get a little extra attention from last week's run, or is he priced right and he'll just be the same old Kevin Kisner? I
0: mean, he should get extra attention, um, I feel like he's cheap, I feel like, I guess people aren't really sold on last week for whatever reason, I'm not, I mean, it, it's interesting, like, he's a guy that I would I would hope people would pile onto, because he's got a bad number and he was, like, putting his ass off. At the same time, I wonder if Kisner's just that, like, inconsistent profile where he can go low and he can get hot, but you never know what it's going to be, uh, which sounds silly, but, yeah, you know, it's still, he's, he's young, it's tough to see. I mean, that's kind of the name of the game of, of golf, or handicapping
1: golf, right? You don't really know who's going to get hot at any given moment because it's so random.
0: Yeah, I'd like to do more work with looking at, like, upside, you know, as far as, like, percentage of rounds that gain at least two strokes on the field and things like that. Boom or bust. And then just see if there's anything, like, tangible there. But, you know, one of these days. One of these days. Let's move on from that.
1: I think another one of your plays that are going to be popular for your lineups, not for the crowd necessarily. Uh, Tom Fleetwood?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, again, like... Fleetwood is by no means going to be unpopular, but compared to Finau and DJ, he's like the slightly contrarian option. And I'll dabble in a little bit of Sergio. That's like the real contrarian option. Um, but Yeah, no one's going to use Sergio this week. He's going to be just low,
1: low. Everyone knows. No, no one wants to use Sergio.
0: Yeah, nobody wants to touch him. And I mean, I still have some faith. There's all this talk about, you know, his personal like marriage and children and things. Kind of like, you know, he's not focusing on golf right now. But I still see him pop some to Green numbers out there. So in a tournament like this, I'll look at him for sure. Yeah, I, I just again, I just don't see anybody using him. He's a,
1: he's just a, he's like the the stepchild that you just don't want to want to have around anymore. Is like a bastard yeah, F- So Why is everyone on Feeney this week? What's the what's the draw
0: there? I don't. I don't. That. Fina, oh, par five scoring. Last week. Par five scoring eagles. The story is that you know it's a distance course. Like this is the wide open bomber course, which Feeney's game is way more well rounded than that. He does bomb it. Um, and the par five scoring and eagles in particular. Like this is like all four par fives are potentially eagleable, um, and that people get really excited about that with the draft. The angle that, that that's the differentiator too between the Vegas lines and what you want to go on DraftKings is the birdie making, eagle making, and Yao does that uh, supposedly better than anyone. Um, so yeah, it's you know people love them for DFS the scoring purposes, and they're all over them this week. Good, good. So Bubba Watson must fit into that category too, right? I feel like
1: he's an eagle, eagle man. Bubba
0: Watson absolutely fits in that category. He has good history here. He's not coming in low-owned. You know, he'll be on par with Fleetwood, Nyman, you know, but not as high-owned as Finau, DJ. I I expect Couture will slip a little bit higher up than them. Like, the next year's is like Okay, well, let's... Yeah, let's let's take a minute uh, and just sort of switch
1: gears and talk about the course a little bit. You, you mentioned that uh, I guess we're not switching gears that badly here, but we're you said par fives. We're all eagle level. What what else do you do you see uh, with this course that that's interesting and worth worth discussing? I mean,
0: it's basically like a pretty like disregarded course. It's probably the last year they'll play on it. It's known just easy the players like it but it's also just like super the Glen Abbey vanilla. golf club. yeah Glen Abbey um they played there a bunch but it's kind of just like one of the lesser like less interesting you know tour courses um pretty pretty bland well that's boring i,
1: I don't, i'm sorry i asked it's that a very
0: question. canadian um, course so very it's a boring simple. course
1: Straight very forward. very simple and, and just kind of hangs around. Reliably chill. Yeah, I mean nothing wrong with Canada. I like Canada. What else? What else about the the uh, the player list here? It's you know I was mentioning some some big names a moment ago. Just kind of rolling through the list here. Uh, who's your who's your super like? Punt low, low-priced guy this week. That's 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 in this this field. Are we, we're looking at Stewart Sink uh, again. Looking at, like,
0: oh shit! Um,
1: oh man, really, really scraping the barrel here. Troy, Troy Merritt. I mean, he won last week, right?
0: Yeah, Troy Merritt won last week. Um, yeah, I've talked a lot of shit about him. I ended up playing him like a couple weeks ago, just a little bit. I thought like. I don't know. Somehow he did well at the quick end again, and then I don't know. Maybe it's a thing. He's you know he's played well enough enough weeks in a row now that I'm I'm looking at him.
1: Yeah, I mean this not it was this wasn't his this was not his first tour win, so I don't. Do you think? I guess we should go for a break. Are there any other bargain basement pricing guys in, in the field this week besides Merit? Uh, I don't even know if Merit's playable. Bill Haas? I don't want to talk uh, about Haas,
0: playable, and fuck Bill Haas. Well, we already hit on... Uh, I mean, Domin will be popular. Armour, Lowry, have a little pulse getting down in the cheaper guys. Spawn, Stallings, Sam Ryder, Harold Barn will be popular. Stu Sink will be popular, but he's an eligible play. Corey Connors, we already touched Yeah, Damon, Damon should be real popular. I feel like he's been Yeah, he's been consistently fire I mean, on fire. He's been
1: just... He's been really... Like, he's been... If he, he missed one, two cuts in June. Besides that, he's been in the top 20 for, like, six... All as others made cuts. Yeah, and he wears
0: that cool fucking hat.
1: Sure. But... Dude, that hat is I mean
0: that you gotta love the guy. It's a um what do you call it? You call it a uh who's the Gilligan? It's a Gilligan hat. The bucket hat? Yeah, I don't know. I call
1: it a Gilligan. Well, I don't think it's a big the Gilligan hat because that's that's like the Gilligan hat. It's kind of it's a bucket hat where it's like floppy. Is are the, the, the Brunt? No, floppy? no,
0: I guess it's not. as floppy. So it's just like a fisherman. It's more like a Greg Norman. A fisherman hat? No, what did Greg Norman had Like a Panama Jack type thing, right? Fuck I mean he had
1: the, Norman had oh, a I'm, uh, it was like I'm a think of that uh, think of somebody else. Anyways, he's got a he's got a hat that I don't know. You know, we it'd be, I think it'd be fun to like sit down and sort of, you know, compile a list of the top top five hats the hat wearers in the PGA tour. But they're all kind of vanilla. There's no one that wears anything different besides a baseball cap, or a visor, and no one no one no no, no, one, care, no one really cares about those hats. But the 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 Damon hat. I mean, what what do we call it? The fisherman hat.
0: Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of something that my father once won at a Baltimore Orioles baseball game. And I say one, I'm pretty sure he signed up for a credit card that he immediately canceled. And he got the hat. No! That's no, winner. I remember now, it had a Bud Light or a Miller Light logo on it, so they wouldn't give me one. It was the fan giveaway, but I couldn't get one because I was like 12 oh. years old. And he had this hat for years and my mom would, like, my mom threw it away. It's one of those. I don't know what you call
1: it. I don't either. I'm just looking up some some Joel Damon news here. This is not something I've. Uh, he's talking about Sung Kang cheating. Have you heard oh about yeah, this? he
0: like did a little tweet thing where he was being a snitch. Yeah, that was how he first got famous, and then he started playing well after that. It's amazing. What's the deets? Wait, Kang played better or so dumbin. apparently in it the, final round with the Quicken Loans. This
1: is actually not news. This is over a week old, but he uh he alleges that Sung Kang took a bad drop on the 10th hole at the Quick Loans, which was that that's we're going back almost a month now. Kang cheated, he tweets this out. He took a bad drop from a hazard. I argued until I was blue I
0: lost. Wow. I mean, yeah, I heard about that. Um, I didn't really look into the details, but I knew he had, like, a Twitter fuss about a rules violation. He didn't, you know, he tried to report, but, I mean, I don't know, that sounds kind of douchey, actually. There's a few things about him that sound kind of douchey, but the hat is so fucking cool that I, I just am blind to all the all the imperfections.
1: Overlooking
0: the cheating accusations and just going with the hat.
1: I, I don't know. I... Anyways, so...
0: There's a guy named Cameron Champ in here that hits the ball like 390 yards on, on drive average in web.com tour. Well, he did last term anyway. It was at elevation a little bit, but still, there's a fun number for you. I'm going to play him in a couple lineups. Oh, was it at the was it the Utah event? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I watched a little bit of that the other day. I did too. It's yeah, interesting. It sort of makes makes me wonder why why they don't have more events in the, the high altitude. It just seems like it'd it's be, fun. Be fun. They but should have a playoff God event. God forbid the PGA Tour guys have to deal with mixed altitudes. In Denver. God. No, they do
0: it you for know, Mexico City. They should do it for Denver. They should have a Denver event. I know they used to have like a really weak ben. one, but yeah, I'd probably attend it too.
1: Yeah, they used to have the international here, and it was. It was terrible. That whole scoring system. Oh, the Stableford, the yeah, yeah
0: the modified Stableford. No, they, yeah, I mean they can have they, they could, someone could build a course that's PGA Tour worthy out there. Like, make it happen, make it happen, Zach. The hell, the U.S. Open here once. Yeah,
1: do it again. Do it again. It's just that simple. Or yeah speaking of, of, of pga tour marketing I, I i've been really enjoying the the pga tour marketing uh, campaign where they they say to live on your par i don't know when this started I, I don't really pay attention to the pga that much but the the they the, this live under par thing i find it interesting it's just such a a provocative statement i mean wh- wh- when you when you heard the phrase live under power Sean, what do you what goes through your mind
0: um a lot of inadequacy a lot of feelings of helplessness, uh, emotional turmoil, uh, regret, and, um, overwhelmed,
1: basically overwhelmed. Did you know that? So you're, are you, are you, is that because you're not living under par? It's because you're living over par? Yeah, I try
0: not to think about it, but I mean, um, it depends on, depends on how you look at it, but by most people's standards, I'm well over par. And I, I don't like the PGA Tour is my escape from that. It's the one place where I have like a level playing field in life, and then for them to remind me of that, I find it very disheartening.
1: That you're not living under par. I mean, that's that's actually an interesting. Uh, I hadn't I hadn't uh, thought about it from that approach. I just sort of thought it was. It sort of makes me feel like. It, it get, for some reason i think of when i think of under i just go right to my head goes right to australia i don't know that's really dumb
0: oh, yeah there's that song but, but about I, the you know, land your, down under i oh,
1: yeah yeah again really meaningless tangent there but like i just that's where my mind goes it's an interesting strategy on their uh, their marketing campaign i also um sort of like the 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 r b c event this week has uh, their slogan is called this is our open you know they they own it God, it's ours it's not theirs it's ours they own it this is oh our God. open yeah they don't they're not running it out they don't they're not there's no okay, landowner involved they own great. the
0: open yeah i don't understand that very Canadian. Is that a thing? Is that a can? I don't really actually know any I know a few Canadian people, but I only I never hung out with them in America. This is Mexico. Well, you've heard the golden voice of Sean and of Zach as well. This has been Golf Talk. Now go kindly yourself.